Chapter 8 of Pee Wee Harris, Fixer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kristen Michalizio, Dallas, Texas, www.kristenmichalizio.com. Pee Wee Harris, Fixer, by Piercy Keese Fitzhugh. Chapter 8 The Protector. The truck came lumbering along Terrace Avenue, its huge load shaking like some Dixie mammy of vast dimensions. The piled-up bales and burlap sacks were agitated by each small hubble in the road. The vast overhanging pile tilted to an alarming angle. In a kind of cave or alcove in the surrounding mass sat the driver, almost completely enclosed by the load. Pee-wee had no intention of interrupting the progress of this outlandish, bulging, tipsy caravan. The responsibility for what shortly happened is traceable to little Irene Flynn, who was hurrying to school in frantic haste, being already 20 minutes late. When Pee-wee's eyes were diverted from the advancing load to her spectacular approach, she was almost at the curb, panting audibly, for she had run all the way from Barrel Alley. In the full glory of his authority, he planted himself immovably in the middle of the cross street and raised his autocratic hand at the same time beckoning to little Irene to proceed across Terrace Avenue. With cynical assurance of his power, the truck driver disregarded Pee-wee and was presently struck with consternation to find himself within 15 feet of the little official, and the official still immovable. Other drivers, finding Pee-wee a statue, had driven around him and had gone upon their way to his chagrin. But the driver of the truck could not do that. For in deference to his top-heavy load, he must keep a straight course. He therefore jammed on both his brakes with skillful promptness. The load shook as if stricken with palsy. A bale of rags rolled merrily off like a great boulder from a mountain. Then the whole vast edifice swayed, collapsed, and it was precipitated to the ground. A jungle of bales, sacks, and huge bundles of loosely tied papers and rags decorated the middle of Terrace Avenue. It seemed inconceivable that any single truck could have contained so much. The street was transformed into a rubbish dump. It is said that music has charms to soothe the savage beast, but the swelling strains of an approaching band, which could now be distinctly heard, did not soothe the driver of the truck. Pee-wee had entertained no idea that he was as many things as the driver called him. The number and character seemed also to astonish little Irene Flynn, who stood beside her protector in the middle of the street. "'You see what you're done?' bawled the man. "'All on account of their blamed kid. "'I oughter ran you over. "'That's why I oughter done your little—' "'Just the same you didn't,' said Pee-wee. "'Why didn't you stop when I first raised my hand? "'Gee whiz! "'Can't you see I'm a—I'm in the official patrol? "'Maybe you think I didn't mean what I said when I motioned. "'Now you see, you've only got yourself to blame. "'Gee whiz!' That shows what you get for defying the law. Gee whiz! It serves him right, little Irene whispered to Pee-wee as if she were afraid to advertise her loyalty. It serves him a good lesson. Pee-wee would have withdrawn from this scene of devastation, escorting Irene, except that the approaching music grew louder and louder, and he and his little charge paused to ascertain the occasion of such a festive serenade. He was not long kept in doubt, Around the corner of Broad Avenue, which was the first cross street beyond Allerton, where Pee-wee was stationed, appeared a proud figure in a towering hat, swinging a fantastic rod equipped with a sumptuous brazen sphere. Oh, 
look at the soldier man. He's got a barrel on his head like, gasped little Irene in awestruck admiration. It's a drum major, said Pee-wee, staring. Gee whiz, the circus is coming. Even the irate driver of the truck paused in the midst of the chaos he had wrought to gaze at the imposing spectacle, which emerged around the corner and advanced down the wide thoroughfare of Terrace Avenue. Behind the red-coated band, Pee-wee beheld three pedestrians walking abreast, and he knew that they would not be obedient to his raised arm. These were huge elephants, complacent, serene, contemptuous of the law. "'Oh, look, look!' gasped little Irene. "'They're elephants! They're real elephants! Will they eat you?' Pee-wee was too absorbed with the motley spectacle to answer. Behind the elephants came rolling cages, and amid the strains of martial music he could hear a mighty intermittent roaring. Savage! Terrible! Little Irene grasped his arm. "'Don't you be scared,' he said. "'I won't let them hurt you.'" End of chapter 8. Recording by Kristen Michalizio.